0: And Welcome to another episode of Playing Catch Up. I'm Tom Bailey and I'm here once again with Paul Thomas. Paul, how are you doing? I'm not too bad. Pretty good. Um, the, the weather's been
1: kind to me this week. I've had a week off work and uh, it's just oh, nice. been nice to, you know, chill out, do a few things, you know, all, all the things you're meant to do when, when, when you're not too busy, <laughs> basically. All the boring stuff like house, you know, tidying yeah. and sort of spring clean. And I did actually... I did my age old thing of kind of going through boxes of old games and stuff and, uh, and then kind of going, well, do I need all of these? And then giving them once a playthrough, you know, just a little, a little look. Yeah. And it ended up being, you know, a four hour job that should really be a five minute. <laughs> am I going to keep this or am I going to chuck it? Um, Holy. so I did a bit of that, which, but, but, but it was nice to do that and kind of, uh, I booted up some old like PS2 stuff and, um, it was just oh, nice, nice to kind of, uh, play something. Um, that you know games I haven't played for a while so yeah it was cool
0: good stuff yeah I've got a week off next week so I'm hoping to have time to do do similar bits half term as well so I've got my my boy to contend with as well but, but maybe I'll get a catch hour here and there to play some stuff but um That'd be nice. but yeah looking forward to it so with all that time off then you obviously finished uh your game for this week in, in plenty of time before recording it's not <laughs> like you're playing right up to the last minute
1: <laughs> yeah I mean as I just said to you a couple of minutes ago um I mean, recording, recording in an evening, and um, I said to you yesterday, I said, Oh, yeah, we'll record today. It'll be fine. You know, plenty of time, etc. cetera. Um, got to seven o'clock and uh, realized we were recording in a couple of hours, realizing I had another two chapters to do and basically down to the wire. Uh, uh, but it was, <laughs> it was nice. It was nice to do that. I haven't, I haven't kind of had that rush of, um, finishing a game do you know before needing to kind of i I don't know if you ever did this but when you rented games you would like you would you would take it out on the friday and you'd have three days generally from blockbuster or whatever and i don't know if it's like three quid or something but what you try and do is get it finished by the sunday because if you if it was longer you'd have to pay the extra fees and so you would (laughs) literally be there wouldn't you like on that sunday just like i remember doing resident evil 2 just like I just want to get a little bit more out of it, and and Soul Calibur, I remember, was the same. I was like playing the mission mode on that. I was like, oh, just a bit more, and it, you just literally played into the <laughs> wire, and it just felt great to like rinse a game over, over yeah. movies like that. So it kind of <laughs> it, it was quite nice in a bizarre way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I guess it's, it's it's a good place to start then. So I mean, the game I picked for you last time around was was Dead Space. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to hear how you got on with it okay um so dead space uh
1: game by visceral games came out in I think two thousand and seven or two thousand eight um yeah. two thousand and eight um so again quite quite an old game from the backlog <laughs> um in some ways I think I told you before the reasons why I kind of avoided this, which was um because it's horror um at some yeah. level and and uh i i don't do too well with horror it's not my most favored of sort of genres mm-hmm. but i do i think i think i think i'm better with horror games than horror films i think horror films are worse because right you don't have that control whereas in horror games at least you can kind of pause or take a breather or you know <laughs> yeah. do something which is which you can't really do with a film and so um but that was kind of why I'd put it off for such a long time. It 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 was pretty it was pretty pretty scary. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It, it, it was it was a nerve wracking um, sort of game and quite brutal and gruesome uh, in in its combat and and whatnot. But I, I suppose mm. I'm getting ahead of myself. So yeah, so um, Dead Space is a third person action adventure um, set in the middle of space, not unsurprisingly, um, on a on a mining ship, I think it is. Um, you arrive on a little space shuttle at the start. I can't remember the start of the plot and why you're going there, but I think something goes wrong very early on. Mm. Monsters appear, and then you end up in sort of this drip-feed, breadcrumb storyline where you kind of moving from location to location within on the ship. Which was nice. Um, I mean, we talked previously about Metroid and and things like that. And Mm. I've played games like Prey and things. And um, I'm thinking to films. I mean, Alien is a very good sort of um, counterpoint for this. Touching point, should I say. Um, And also, what's what's the Vin Diesel one in space? That one. Um, Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I know the exactly one with what you Butcher, mean, the one, the with one, the one which was Esca- Escape from Butcher Bay was the game based on it, wasn't it? Um, oh, it's
0: was Riddick, wasn't it? But that wasn't the name Riddick. of the first film. Yeah,
1: no, but movie. the yeah, yeah, but it reminded me of things like that, which is very much you know because it was the the game does a very good job of um, sort of isolation and and feeling sort of alone in these sort of this big ship and and there's history there as well. I mean, the the game does a good job of. Showing how this ship would keep all of its crew alive, um, mm. how they would function, what they would do to unwind, things like that, where where they would sleep, you know, and, and as you progress through the game, you kind of see sort of the horrors that the ship has for you <laughs> yeah. in terms of what's happened to the crew. You're not completely alone sort of on the journey and, um, they are crew. Other people, I can't remember if they came with you or I think, think some of them came with you onto, onto the ship and some of them sort of are on there and they kind of, um, mm. sort of drip feed you sort of storyline, et cetera, through your voice comes um, and yeah. little, sort of a little video screen will pop up and that's kind of your sort of reason for sort of progressing through, through the game. It, it, it was, it was great. Um, I mean, I think that was what you were waiting for, weren't you? But, um, no, I really, I <laughs> yeah. did, I did enjoy it. Um, uh, it, it was a fantastic game. Um, Very memorable and very good at what it did, which was, um, action horror, if, if you want to call it that. I think, I I mean, I mean, the the games it most reminds me of clearly, um, clearly Resident Evil, um, yeah, is, is quite a, a strong point in terms of, in terms of, I think not just the horror, but the way the game's structured, um, it, it, Feels quite nicely contained within one location, much like the re- original Resident Evil was all contained with a mansion, and and it kind of has that feeling. And there's there's some areas in particular, some of the, some of the areas with with some of the organic nature and sort of the the growth of things, etc., feel very similar to that game in terms of this is an area that's been neglected for a while and aliens have obviously taken it over and this is kind of what's happened to it. And you get the melding of, sort of the, the metallic of the ship with the growth of this creature kind of taking it over, etc. Um, yeah. and, and so it has that and it has, and, and having uh, just finished it, it has a bombastic big ending, you know. It has mm. that payoff, which, which Resident Evil always had, you know, that the end of trying not to spoil dead space but the, you know the resident end of resident evil with sort of where you kind of go up the lifts etc and it kind of has yes. that feeling as well that tension of this is it this is the grand finale etc yeah. and and the, and the characters all sort of play into that as well and different motivations etc so i think that, that's the first game that it reminded me most of the second is half-life um which yeah. probably is no surprise. Um, there is a lot of information being uh, put onto your player. You are mute throughout the entire game, um, which is really nice because it means you don't feel like there is a character that's sort of impeding. Sort of, uh, you mm-hmm. can project yourself very well into that position and the shoes, and uh, the character itself doesn't doesn't particularly look human it's it i suppose he does he's it's he's a bit like um master chief in that he's got a suit of armor etc but mm, um yeah he and he does have th- th- there is a motive there and he is his own character but it because he's mute it does feel like you can put yourself in those shoes a bit better than other games and some of the way the game's structured with the 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 tram sort of element of it in terms of getting around the ship etc felt very much like um, Half Life to me as well, and just some of the environmental storytelling. You know, uh, you go to places like I've mentioned previously, and you can see, you know, you can, you can see the lives of the people there, and and I, I that I just felt that very strongly in the game. Um, and the third one is is Silent Hill. Um, again, right, no surprise, yeah, really, another horror game. Yeah, um, but again, there's there's certain bits in terms of in, very much in terms of the story. But also in terms of some of the environments, um, very horrifying environments at times, and very psychological in terms of how it plays with your emotions and plays with your expectations of the world and where you are and what's happening. And yeah, just a fantastic take on, on those games. Um, it is its own thing, obviously, but um, it, it's clearly playing, it clearly knows where its roots are in terms of what it was trying to do um yeah um i'm guessing it's been a long time since you've played this game so i'm interested to know sort of maybe why you picked it for me but also kind of what your overriding feelings were at the time as well
0: yes i played it pretty close to launch um as you say 2008 i think so you know a, a good decade ago now depressingly enough um yeah it just stuck with me i i i think those touch points you mentioned there are a fair i'm a big fan of the Resident Evil series silent hill half life and and yeah, i thought just just was a fresh take on that like you i loved the fact that it was contained in in this kind of sprawling ship um a sense of dread throughout i like you, i don't do well with out and out horror games and for me <laughs> this 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 road it trod that line pretty much perfectly you know it was it was uncomfortable to play uh and nerve-wracking but it not so much like an outlast or something like that for me that i just would play a tiny bit of and just go do you know what i I can't actually do this this is too uh, this is too much um the, the sound design in particular was was incredible I, I and what I really liked about it was um the unconventional weapons that you you work with um throughout the game. Yeah. So as you mentioned it's a mining ship and sorry go on.
1: Yeah yeah no that's that's a really good point. Um they 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 are very different, aren't they? I didn't really think about yeah. that, but you're absolutely right. There's no shotgun or or uh, anything like that. That's yeah, that's quite odd, isn't it? I'm really took to like the 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 default weapon. Yes. Um a lot because of the the way it could switch between sort of being wide and being long and yeah i think that that was the only weapon that i kind of fully upgraded as much as i kind of felt necessary because i just really enjoyed using that more than any other
0: um, yeah that that plasma cutter for me is is, is that default one is uh, is an all-timer I, I just thought it was so such fun to use i mean the nature of the enemies uh, plays into that as well so that was different as well you can't just kind of go for headshots no. um the, the kind of the the twist here is that you, you essentially need to be taking their limbs off which is horrific in and of itself but um uh, it, it's a different challenge for each different type of enemy and, and different weapons will will work better with with um different enemy types but but that uh, plasma cutter tended to be a, you know a standard go-to that, that could do some real damage in, the, in that respect and yeah it just felt really satisfying to use an upgrade i really like the upgrade system you know the workbench with the, the nodes mm-hmm. quite simple but but uh plenty of kind of uh, you could be tactical with what you're upgrading on it from memory i think there's three two or three different areas you could upgrade as you go um yeah i just thought it all kind of pulled together into a uh, it's a really satisfying package and i'm um, Really sad that you know there aren't uh, going to be any more. Certainly in the, in the near future, obviously visceral uh, no longer uh, no longer working uh, as a team. Um, I've only played the first two. I understand Death Space three was was quite a departure um, and I obviously spelled the end for the series. But but this first entry was yeah, it, it's it's stuck with me for a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean um, the, the sound design. I know I know you specifically um, multiple times pressed me yeah. to kind of play play with headphones or surround yeah. sound or but i cu- i mean i couldn't do that i did but it it was fantastic um there were yeah. points where i um there 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 were points where I moved slowly because of <laughs> because the sound was so <laughs> so creepy uh yeah and and um i i really liked the the very metallic sound of everything you know um everything yeah. feels like it's got real weight and clunk and steam and like you know when you go to areas and you can hear this machinery it, it does feel like it, it you kind of and the, the sound is part of the, the visuals obviously but the sound really sort of really drives that home that you're on this big hulking metal ship you know and yeah and i think that that design like you say kind of extended to the weapons you know when when you're switching weapons they kind of clunk and clank into place yes, before you shoot absolutely. When, even when they shoot they kind of it feels like they are real objects of you know with moving parts that yeah you, you don't always get in sort of games with particularly with sort of um um different sort of weaponry like that it, it doesn't always sort of do that but absolutely does that and and you write the sounds just you know, the sirens and um, the, there's bits of um, sort of clanging in, in the backgrounds and things. And it's the classic horror stuff in a lot of ways, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. the, we'll do some visual cl- clue or something, but actually it won't happen over here. It'll happen over there in the corner of your eye. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, there were a few times where I just uh, jumped, jumped on my skin. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, like literally yeah. jumped on my skin. I went, oh my God. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, there were times I could not deal with this game. Um, it really did that to me, in in a good way. But it did. It was like bloody hell. Like, and, and it's 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 funny because you know you pl- you pl- once you played a few, of these, you kind of you, I t- I was taking it slowly. You know, I was I was expecting it. Yeah, I still got yeah. caught out from time to time. And I think one of the ways it does that really well is and i've only i only noticed it sort of towards the end is um there's a very it's a very narrow narrow field of view that you have you know although it's a third person view um which you would think would help with sort of your periphery vision it's actually quite narrow so enemies can kind of get up onto the left or right of you and you can do sort of a turn and suddenly they can be there and you're like bloody hell i thought you were like On the other side of the room and you're literally hearing my face, you know. Um, and then some of those death animations were just, they're too much. I mean, they are just utterly gruesome. Um, I know I'm, I'm sure people absolutely love the stuff that's in this game, but Jesus Christ, some of it just, I couldn't deal with. Um, yeah, there was what the one that I really hate is there's, um, a tentacle sort of creature with like, and I don't like the way it moves anyway because it doesn't move. Things that don't move normally really freak me out and it kind of slithers yeah. along and kind of does these <laughs> sl- along the ground and it doesn't, doesn't sort of move like a spider. It kind of like almost like, like a wave. It almost bumps its head down and goes up and up. And if he grabs you and he can grab hold you, it will kind of wrap himself around your neck. And if your health's too low, it'll squeeze his tentacles. Your head pops off. And then oh, and it doesn't even have to do this. I don't know why the game does this, but then it, it shows you its tentacles going into your spine and Ooh, the head yeah, of it just nice kind time. of goes like lopsided and starts walking you around the screen. And it's like, I'm dead. <laughs> don't have to show this, you know. Yeah. Please don't. Don't show See, me I don't... this. I don't need to know.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that, but from your description, it, uh, it sounds like I might have repressed the memory because that does sound properly. <laughs> horrific. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i mean good. but it, it 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 did a lot of that and and it had it had jump scares um in in a lot of different places and and um it, again it did this, the classic thing with you would meet people and but you couldn't you couldn't touch them if that makes sense they were they were further away and yes. things might happen because of that and yeah, or yeah. might not because again, it played with sort of those things. Um, the, the other, the other bit of sort of design that I liked a lot was um, the anti-gravity stuff. Um, the The controls in the game felt a little bit complicated. I would say. I don't know okay. if you felt this, but um, I think I think I told you. I kind I kind of played this game in kind of two halves. I paid very much for for, for, for you know a few weeks or so, and then I just stopped playing it because for me, I had to sort of get into sort of the right mind frame in a lot of ways, and the right setting. And in a lot of ways, I wanted to play it up. Um, When I played Silent Hill previously, you know, I'd play in a dark room, I'd play late at night, very late at night, you know. and, And that helps sort of set the scene, and I tried to do that with this, which obviously then meant I wasn't always sort of having time to be able to play it. So, there was a bit of time where I didn't play it, and then when I came back to it, there were a lot of it uses a lot of different button presses on the pad in lots of different ways, and and I found that okay, a yeah. little bit overly complex. And one of those things that it does is uses for the anti gravity. But I do like the anti gravity stuff where you can look at a different surface in those bits, and you press sort of, two buttons at the same time, and you you kind of fly across the screen, and then that then becomes your new um, area to kind of stick on to. Um, yeah. And during those scenes, the sound design was great as well because, you know, it does that thing of cutting out the noise and it's it's dead noise. So when you're shooting, mm. everything's muffled and low in the mix. And so when creatures come, they kind of... They almost feel less threatening in a way, but they kind of feel like they're move, moving slowly. I don't know if they ever aware, but that was the feeling of it and it kind of... Yeah. You know, And and, and you're right, when you kind of... When you take off the limbs, you would... When it was anti-grav, they were just kind of disperse around the entire atmosphere, and you have all these mm-hmm. bits of limbs sort of flying and floating around. It was a very, it was a very nice visual effect and a very nice. Um, it felt very. There's been a lot of, sort of games with anti-grav, but I liked the. Again, it was the weightiness of it. Whenever you sort of moved and changed where you were moving to. Once you've set that course, you couldn't really deviate, so it felt very deliberate and slow. Um, mm. And I kind of liked that. And, I, and and the game in general is that he he's not a he's not a very agile character. Um, you know, if you run out of ammo, you can kind of swing your arm, but yeah. I mean, I tried some of that at times, and it was just like. <laughs> I was whiffing the entire time, you know. I just thought, yeah. this, it, it, and I think it's purposefully done like that, you know. There's no quick turn like in Resident Evil, you know. It is it, not very agile. There is a run, but again, like I say, it doesn't, it it lends itself to, it lends itself to kind of, you know, um, sort of that mid to, um, far-range encounters, and you try and do that as much as possible because when it gets very close, you do feel very vulnerable. Um, yeah. And like you say, you kind of use the different weapons to kind of um, manage those situations. Um, it, the other thing I noticed sort of with the weapons as well um, was that... Um, I and, and I'm not sure if it's... I'm pretty sure it's true, but the way the ammo and the way the what you would find in the world it seemed to... It wouldn't always be the same objects in the same places in terms of extra um, ammo, weapons, health packs, etc. It would yeah. vary depending on what you were short on. Um, and that helped, us, I think, in terms of uh, making choices, etc. Um, yeah. Did you Did you use all of the weapons in the game?
0: I, I'm pretty sure I played it through a couple of times. I think I tried to do a run doing what you said, like essentially... Uh, falling back on that original weapon the most and beefing that up, but I think on my original run through, I yeah I picked up stuff that seemed like it might be useful as it went. So I'm trying to remember how it works. Is it you pick up blueprints, do you, and then you can you can construct them? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah.
1: you get blueprints for the suit and blueprints for the weapons, and I can't remember how many different weapons there were, but there's quite uh, a few. From I memory. Know, can... I
0: think maybe seven or eight, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that I'm sure there's like a flamethrower, some kind of like. Um, Something that kind of shot discs out across, uh, like yeah. crowd control. I didn't bother
1: with that. I didn't buy that. I didn't sort of do that one. Yeah. I, I had sort of had four weapons and, uh, once I would developed those, I was like, I'm quite happy with these. These, these feel like a nice range yeah. for different encounters. And so, um, but, you know, it, because of the way the game sort of, um, like I say, gives you sort of options in set. I never, I suppose what I'm saying is I never felt like, cornered in terms of choices i never felt like yes. well i made the wrong choice there that, that i can't yeah. progress that that this is not something that's that i'm not going to be able to overcome the game felt quite generous in that regard um and like i say i very much sort of um upgraded the plasma cut and the game didn't kind of go well you know you need to go for this b for your weapon instead it kind of went yeah. no, that's fine if you want to do that 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 works and um it, it didn't sort of um it didn't sort of make, make much difference in terms of that point of view.
0: Yeah. So I think the, um, the other thing that I really loved about this game was the way that it conveys vital information to you. So uh, instead of having your standard HUD, you've got um, health, for instance, is displayed by a light down the kind of spinal column of the suit. Um, the ammo... On your gun, on your weapons, is is kind of displayed as in a readout on the weapon itself. All of that information mm. is shown relatively naturally within the game world, which I I thought was really elegant. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, and um, it, the menus, etc., as well. When you're sort of looking yeah.
1: at your items and things, um, again, it's all kind of contextualized uh, in a really nice yeah. manner. Um, the the map. The map was great in terms of in terms of both three d map being able to visualize where where things were didn't sort of yeah. it you know it, it moved in re- and you could kind of have that up and move at the same time and the game didn't ever sort of take control away from you it never the game never pauses and and kind of goes well here's a cut scene with somebody talking or something you know if you if you want to run through and keep shooting things or whatever you can do it it will yeah. sort of let you do that um which is super nice um like really nice um but, yeah, and, and, and the big one, which which, I don't think I've seen any game really copy. I'm not sure. But um, you can click in sort of the right stick. Um, yeah. And then it will show a line on the ground to where you're – you literally can just follow through the entire game, basically. You click it. It kind of shows this is the direction you need to go in real time in the world. And then it kind of slowly disappears um, yeah. until you click it in again. And you can just use that as many times as you like. Um and that was, that was great. That was like super nice to kind of, like I say, just, just the, the, very clever, very, very yeah. easy to use, very unobtrusive. And, you know, I think I'm not, I'm trying to think if there were any other games that kind of did that at, at the same time, but not, not in the same way. But I think, you know, I think during that generation, there was a move towards trying to be, make games more cinematic in a lot of ways and remove all of these hoods and make them more um, contextual and kind of hide yeah. them if, if if you want and I can't remember when Assassin's Creed decided you could play it without the HUD I don't know if that came at the same
0: time or not but... I, I have a feeling that was a bit later but um, but yeah they definitely went in that direction eventually didn't they that, that yeah. you, could, you could do that yeah I think it's good to have that option but yeah I just, in this instance it, it all felt Believable in this world that you know his his suit was projecting the video calls from people, and as you say, so you could keep walking around instead of having a cutscene. It's just a really nice way of implementing it, and that that kind of um that system to show you your critical path to the next story point. I just I thought that was superb because I mean it works for every type of player. You know, if if you just want to crack on with the story and get through it, then you've you've literally got a line to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you if you want to, if you want to do that, but under your own steam and find your own way, you don't have to use it at all. And then if you're if you're like me and you want to be go off and explore and try and find as many different bits and pieces as you can, you know that that line is that's the last path you you want to go down. So, um, yeah, I yeah, just yeah, absolutely. I, I
1: definitely definitely used it for that point. I didn't, you're right. Um, like you know you know that that's the direction you're meant to go in. So yeah. you can check your dead ends a little bit can't you absolutely and you're right like loads of games just go well you you kind of have to you check a route and you go oh this is definitely the right route so then you end up backtracking because you want to know what was sort of elsewhere etc it doesn't always work i think because some of the areas kind of um loop back on themselves and things and go into sort of different directions etc but um it did that quite nice and and again there were locked doors which you can unlock in different ways and and Gave choice yes. all through the game. I mean, I didn't sort of upgrade my suit fully, you know. Like I said, I didn't do the the shot fully, but it, in, in uh, nearly throughout the entire game, it, it didn't funnel you too much to kind of say this is how you must play it. And um, yeah, yeah, just really smart design throughout. I think you know, um, it, it. I think. The thing i liked most about the hood being sort of off there though is is that cleanness then of the look because you get you get these shots in the game and and um i think i mean it's been a long long time since you've played it i you know literally just played it it's a 10 year old game yeah it looks really good um really i was really shocked at how good this looked um just I mean, it's, it doesn't have sort of the clean sort of, uh, um, lines that you would expect maybe in a modern game in terms of resolution, but the art direction on it is really stunning uh, yeah. and significantly so. There were points of the game where I was like, this looks like this could be a piece of concept art for the game. It had that sort of look to it, at parts, mm. you know, with maybe bits of, sort of debris sort of flashing with the flames and stuff and and the way the lights work and and the kind of sh- sort of um cast shadows on a scene etc I, I was kind of gobsmacked at how good this game looked genuinely um i did not i i was expecting you know a game that felt 10 years old and it really really doesn't it feels yeah. completely modern in all honesty and like i say i think some of that is just the fact that you have you have this this hood that is self-contained in a in a in a contextual way which then frees up the screen to be to, to kind of give you those instances of you know have a look at sort of what the world is sort of showing to you um yeah and and like i say doesn't doesn't cut away and and kind of you know, I think, like, the latest God of War was very much, you know, one of their big pitches was, you know, no cuts, you know, we're going mm. to play this game where you, the camera doesn't cut, and the, I I, th- I, think I think there's a couple of points that it does this, but in the majority, it doesn't, you know, in the, the majority of the time you have full control over the situation, and um, it's, you know, in that sense, it feels ultra-modern, you know, um, and and that's that it was nice it was great um I, you should probably like play it again sometime if you uh, yeah i i i definitely plan it.
0: to i definitely plan to because i would like to eventually play the third game and then there are the spin-offs that i haven't played yet but own as well and yeah i would i, I imagine if i'm going to play the third i'll probably play through the first two again um because yeah, I would definitely say it's it's up there with with one of my favourite games of of that kind of PS three three sixty generation. Um, and I remember, yeah, I mean, you're you talking about the graphics standing up. I remember it being particularly striking at the time. But to hear that it, it it really stands up today is really good to hear, and kind of spurs me on even more to to give it a go. I think.
1: Yeah, um, just just like I say, I just I think it does really good use of of sort of colour palettes as well. You know, I think a game like this could quite easily be quite gray and dull and it it finds ways not to be that and it yeah. it has real character throughout like the different parts of the ship have their own character to them and um i think that's i think that's hard to do in something as sort of laden in sci-fi as this and um it 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 does that throughout the game even up to sort of the very end of the game it it finds ways to kind of to, to visually kind of keep you interested you know it it very yeah. much did that every level i was like um, and the level the levels were very well paced I, again i will say that every level felt very much like this this is a good amount of time and I, it was it was nice to play one or two and kind of switch off and then do do do, do them in chunks uh, yeah. because they didn't feel too short or too long you know and there was enough enough game and story in each of those sort of levels and so every time you finish a level it was very much like so where else am i going next on the ship and it kind of it was always that anticipation it was kind of like it was it was you know it i was look, i looked forward to it every time you know um the the yeah. what what's going to be the next area and the, there's certain things of familiarity in the game and the way it's structured as well that kind of helps with that you know um each area seems to have toilets, for example. So, <laughs> you know, check them out. And they'd be different. Yeah. Genuinely, they'd be different in different parts of the ship. And it's quite, it's just lovely to kind of see that sort of thing and attention to yeah. detail. Um, I think, I can't remember who's, I've I read something recently on that. You know, it's like toilets in games show quite a lot because they're really unimportant, but they need to be there. And yeah. so how much care and attention a designer puts into the toilets might show you how much care and attention they've put into the rest of the game. Uh, yeah. And from that perspective, there was a lot of care and attention put into this game. <laughs>
0: uh, was was, I'd be interested to know, uh, because I have a, a moment that sticks out for me as a particular low point of this game. Was there anything right. that you really didn't enjoy? Um, there, were, there, was,
1: there was a couple... <laughs> how how do you talk about this without spoiling i suppose it i suppose there, there were a couple of bits where there were a couple of times where i died a bit and those yeah. felt a little bit um uh, i don't know if i want to say unforgiving but um just i didn't feel kind of like they were particularly fair um i think you know in terms of the item design like i say where you know different objects would have different items I found that in certain sections if you every time you reloaded it you would get different items so right, um okay. in one particular s- scenario I had no health packs uh, difficult section coming up plenty of ammo try it once everything gives me ammo I don't need ammo I need health packs yeah. so it felt a bit futile trying in that scenario whereas when I built it up a second time tons of health packs so there was a bit of imbalance at times like that where and it plays into that thing of that's why i know I felt like i never got stuck you know because the game would kind of rejig itself sort of in the background you know it clearly was doing things in time trying to sort of make it fairer but at times it felt like i can't i can't do this um and i don't know if the difficulty is adaptive throughout the game It, it kind of felt it might be but I'm, I'm right. not convinced yeah. either way there were also there's one particular enemy that always caused me issues which is um the one that stuck spoilers the one <laughs> the one that stuck to the wall
0: yes yeah i know the one you're talking about always caused me problems yeah um,
1: and there's a particular there's a particular bit just right at the end of the game that i died a lot of times on with a couple of those being present and not really right, having a okay. right set up for it. Um, but apart from that, not really. Was there something okay. very particular for yourself?
0: Yeah, there was one particular section. I might be remembering it completely wrong, but I'm fairly sure there is a kind of turret section where you're having to shoot at something out uh, into yes. space. Yeah, 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 I remember that being awful, uh, very difficult. And yeah, um, yeah. Just not fun in the middle of a game, stacked full of fun. It was just a, a really jarring point, I think.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's the way the, con- the, the 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 controls are at that point, and it does it a few times where you feel like you're moving a cursor around on a screen rather than yeah. the view, and that yeah, yeah. doesn't always. But I, it didn't really sort of cause me any issues. I mean, did, was it was it a point of use sort of retrying at that point, or was it just boring? I,
0: I I, I seen well. I think it was it, it tonally it was jarring because I think I was just enjoying the the freedom of moving around the ship and, and what have you. But also I and I might be wrong, but I seem to remember having real difficulty with it. And I and I thought that that was a common thing at the time that people also felt this oh, was right. needlessly difficult. But maybe it was down to controls as you as you say that people were struggling with. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember beyond that what what the definite issue was. But that was the section for sure that I was thinking of.
1: I mean, the the game definitely pushed me at times where I didn't have any ammo, but quite a lot of that time that felt like I was, you know, pumping ammo into stuff that almost, not not almost needlessly, but I kind of, I enjoy games that push that edge, you know, yeah. where it feels like I'm struggling with, with ammo. If I'm not doing that, then the game's too easy, and that's why I get the feeling there's some adaptive stuff going on, because... It yeah. constantly was doing that. Um, the The only thing—did did you use
0: the stasis stuff much? I was about to ask you exactly the same question. I don't think I did, um, but no. I, yeah, I, I think maybe maybe that would have made things, you know, a fair bit easier. Or I don't know whether I didn't use it because I wasn't finding as many pickups for it. But I I seem to remember I was getting through fine without it, and I would tend to sell those at the store. Yes. Yes, that's exactly that what I did.
1: Yes yeah, yes. yeah. 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 100%. Every time I was yeah. like, I don't want this. Um, same with the air canisters. Just sold them, got rid. I was yeah. like, nah, just want the ammo. Just give me the ammo. <laughs> don't need this stuff. Um, but yeah, I just didn't use it much. Um, and I remember very early on as well. The, you, you I mean, the, the, the other half life comparison really actually that we haven't sort of mentioned is, is the, the, I don't even know what it is, but it's an object that kind of feels like, a bit like a gravity gun. You know, it can pick, pick stuff up. Yes, chuck stuff around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I couldn't get my head around that very at the start at all uh, for ages. I just couldn't. Again, it's the control. For some reason, it's because the game. You, it is a problem. It is a real problem. The controls are a problem in this game. I think genuinely because, you know, I struggled at times and. I've played a lot of games and if you haven't the the problem is is that when you are in third person mode with your gun up where you hold the shoulder the face buttons do different things than if you don't have it. That's right.
0: Yeah. And and healing
1: in particular was always a problem uh, because I think that's the same one as the stasis and it was just all the time I would and it's the same with the the gun with the, the grapple it would be the same thing it would be like I don't you know, it, it was just very difficult for me to get my head around at times. And I remember early on, very early on, when you get the boxes, and I kind of yeah. picked up eventually. you obviously meant to just grab them, chuck them at a wall, get the get the stuff that's outside. Every single okay. box, I would use the uh, melee and kick it and just yes. stomp every single one because I was yeah. like, that's easier for me to deal with than picking it up and throwing it against a wall. Um, I got there eventually, but it did... I do think you know those sort of things are a problem um yeah. but it's nice when you get used to it i mean did you did you use that a lot you know kind of grabbing stuff and chucking it and, i don't know well i,
0: I think, think I, I used it in a pinch when i was low on ammo because you could use it to to fend off enemies which mm. was again a really nice uh, thing to do but yeah i'd completely forgotten about that till you mentioned it just now but yeah it's it's another thing that that added to to that overall mix of of kind of you know choosing your tactics in different battles but yeah that that was an option but i uh, that definitely rings a bell that it was a, it was perhaps a little bit more complicated than it could have been to pull off uh, when you're kind of up against it um, yeah but yeah it's I, satisfying I, I just, to pull off
1: yeah and i think
0: yeah absolutely satisfying to pull off and i think
1: i think that goes back to um, it sounds like we've almost approached it in a similar way, which was I kind of just thought, well, I'll, I'll upgrade guns and 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 sort of opponent stuff with 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 ammo rather than. I I suppose the the feeling I had was that I wasn't always going about this game in the killing stuff in the in in the cleverest best way, if that yeah. makes sense. You know, it always felt like there's a better way of doing this, and I didn't sort of do that. I mean. I think there's multiple playthroughs if I wanted to do that. Um, although I don't know if I could. Um, I don't know if it's something I'd want to go through any time soon again. If that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. It it yeah. frayed my nerves at times, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the sound the sound design is great, but I did at times just go bloody hell and pause it and turn it down because it would just absolutely go ballistic at times i was like yeah this is too loud for my neighbors i can't i can't have this game being like as quiet as it is at times and then as noisy as it is with, yeah. it, it does the horror thing where you know it, it pumps the volume and puts the it does the screeching violin things in the background you know and kind of goes up and up and up and up and up and then something happens or doesn't happen and it just yeah at times i thought i need to turn this down because my neighbours are going to think what the hell is happening?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should be completely honest in terms of when I was pushing you to try with headphones. I didn't keep headphones on for the full playthrough. It, it got too much for me for sure, relatively early on. But but I, I'm glad I experienced at least part of the game with them on because it it was <laughs> stunning. But yeah, as you say, completely, you know, nerves shot to pieces. Um, so yeah, I, I can understand why you would why you would have turned it down. Yeah. No, and, and, oh.
1: and I don't, and I'm not sure if the air count was always played out in the same ways. I don't. Again, it feels like it didn't. It, but I'm again, I might be wrong. But it kind of did feel like that that enemies would kind of pop out maybe in a different order in in certain yeah. areas the second time you tried them. And yeah, there were there were a few there were a few enemy sections which uh, didn't I didn't like at all. There were bits. There were a few areas with strobing lights and things which I just yes. don't. Don't like, don't like at all. Don't do that in a game. It just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and some, yeah, horrific stuff, horrific. The other one yeah. that was horrific. I'm just remembering stuff as we're talking. It's, it's bad. <laughs> the other one that was horrific are these humans that are gasping for air.
0: Oh, yeah. A,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. It's awful. And yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. This game is not. It's not pleasant. (laughs) It really isn't. Yeah, I also. I mean, I've got I've got Dead Space two on the backlog as you're fully aware, and uh, yeah, I'll play at some point, but I'm kind of (laughs) dreading it. I
0: mean, yeah, I I I can't I can't pick it for you anytime soon. I can't put you through that again. (laughs) No, you can't. No, 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 absolutely not. (laughs) no yeah that would be some, some way down the track i think it's it's left a mark um
1: it, yeah. it like i say and and it, it I like out of the other games that i mentioned half life resident evil silent hill i can replay resident evil i can replay sort of half life i can't replay silent hill and that right. and this game kind of falls in the same bracket in a lot of ways i can't i, I get the feeling i can't really replay this it's it's um although it's very nice at trying to want to do that you know the rest, the achievements still locked and there are, you know, rewards at the end of the game that kind of go, yeah. maybe you want to play it again. And I'm like, well, yeah, but no, you know, uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a shame what's happened to the studio, obviously. Um, yes, they, they yeah. clearly have good pedigree and, um, I don't know what's happened to sort of the people who were part of it, whether they've got sort of, um, anything new lined up, but, um, yeah the the world they've created here was quite nice and I think I I I sort of quick read beforehand, and that was always the big strategy wasn't it with this that they were going to do comic books and films and I think there, yes. was, a, there was an animation or something and Yeah I think yeah, that's right. Um they they clearly wanted to do that and and it is almost like their own alien isn't it you know um,
0: Yeah I tell you what, I did read uh, earlier today in preparation for this up, which I had never realized that it it started off life as System Shock Three. No. uh, Yeah, and um, apparently the team on release of Resident Evil Four decided to take it in a in a different direction, and it ended up being what it is now. But, but yeah, I had no idea that that was uh, that was how it started life. That's that's almost not surprising as well, you know
1: um i've played the original system shock but not two um but that's a very very old dated game but again i can see similarities in terms of in terms of sort of um you know it's not a fully immersive sim as as sort of the modern modern ones are but it has elements of that in terms of items and like i said the storytelling and the environments and objects etc and things so i can definitely see um how that would have been the case um yeah, but um, yeah, surprising, and so so was the idea because of Resident Evil. It was then going to deviate too much from maybe what System Shock. I suppose the perspective as well probably. Was yeah, I, th- I, of... I
0: think so. It it was just it was literally a one liner. I read that, that 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 was um that was the kind of path of of development. But uh, but yeah, it sounds like a, a Resi Four was a big influence on on the development of this.
1: Yeah, at. I can see it, and, and everybody yeah. said that, but I think I think all of the Resident Evil sort of play into this. I don't think it's just yeah. four in a lot of ways. I think um, four is a much more agile game in terms of in terms of combat, etc. Um, you know, whereas this is not. This is this. Although it, surprisingly, you know, in terms of mechanics, when when you're aiming and shooting in this, you can move. In Resident Evil four, when you aim and shoot, you're fixed to the spot. But in yes, that's right, some yeah. ways this feels less agile than that game. Um mm. and I think I think a lot of that's to do with the environments. That there are some very enclosed areas in this game which um don't leave you much space for manoeuvring. Um you know, it will put you in a room with creatures which and you've hardly got any space to move, it will do that at times. Um so it it yeah. You, uh, uh, it, at points, it's unfair in all honesty. But again, <laughs> I think that's why the the loot mechanic, like I say, the way that works, I think that's the balance thing. I'm I'm convinced there there is something clever going on in the background in terms of difficulty because yeah, it it felt too smooth in terms of that point. Like I say, in in terms of because I mean, did you did you die very much in the game, or, or did you sort of? sort of breeze through it what did it feel sort of a...
0: i don't think i breezed through it i i think i i think i died a fair bit yeah and, and i think it goes back to something that you were saying before that maybe the way we both played it through by the sounds of it probably wasn't the cleanest or the most efficient way of doing it but um it it was in there to, you could decide so I, I would imagine if you hoarded those stasis modules instead of selling them and use them to kind of concert, you know, you could use less ammo that way by picking them off in slow motion, um, and play through it that way. But I, I think I just found it more enjoyable to, to do it the kind of traditional way. Um, mm. so yeah, I think I definitely probably did get, um, get my come up once a, a good few times. So I went through, I, d- I definitely don't remember it being an easy game. Um, no, it yeah. definitely
1: isn't. It, 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 it definitely challenged me. Like I say, um, but, and and i think yeah there was there was one particular boss that kind of gave me some issues but um it that wasn't that wasn't sort of the game's fault that was sort of my fault in terms of how i was approaching etc um right but in general you know i think i think that, again i suppose that that's maybe one of the only criticisms from the game is that um, in terms of set pieces etc there was nothing too surprising there was nothing um two out of the ordinary you know mm. everything everything felt like i'd in a lot of ways everything felt like i'd seen it before either in a video game format in or in a film format but it was just very well executed i think that's the overriding feeling yeah. of it it was just very well done and i think for a very long time you know if you if you were somebody who were, who was waiting for that great alien game this, this is it. This is the one, yeah. you know, this is this, uh, although it's not, set, you know, saying the alien universe, this is the closest thing you were going to get to that until really yeah. alien isolation, um, came along. Yeah. But, you know, and, and so I think, and I think at the time there wasn't that many horror games sort of around and whatnot. It's thing, things have changed since then, you know, but at the time I think, and I think it's interesting how, like you say, they clearly, They've clearly tr- used sort of the Resident Evil 4 heritage to try and sell the game a little bit, but I think in reality it it has more roots in sort of the old horror games. Um, and um, and I think although although it, it sold fairly well, I don't know if if maybe it did what EA wanted it to do and. I don't know if that's because Visceral very clearly trying to, like I say, revive the horror genre. Um, but as I say, that's all changed. Um, yeah. It's been plenty since. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I take it you haven't played Alien Isolation?
1: No, no, no. I haven't. No, um, so so that,
0: that fits into something that looks like it is too far over that line for me. I, I don't think I'll be able to oh, get right.
1: that. Um, i right. I've seen one of my friends I've sort of watched, him sort of play it briefly but um, he just played sort of the extra DLC element not the sort of the full campaign etc and um, I found it a little bit difficult to understand just where that threshold of um, um, scariness will be etc on it Um, but it's something I would like to play um, for sure but well like (laughs) in inverted commas shall we say
0: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah okay (sighs) But cool. Yes. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed it uh, as much as you could. But yeah, no. I, yeah. I, after I'd kind of clearly, I'd, I'd I'd played my hand a little bit, and I, I had enjoyed it. So I'm pleased that it kind of lived up to that.
1: Yeah, I, and I think I think the biggest takeaway for me was just how well it's aged. Um, I think that's really difficult for video games in general. Um, yeah. And it was just nice that this wasn't. I didn't. I didn't set. I did set expectations lower, but I, it it kind of, you know, because it was a 10 year old game, I kind of thought there'd be this, that, and the other that I'd have to deal with in terms of sort of, um, it, be it sort of menus or be it how the game, even checkpoints, checkpoints were really well implemented in this. You know, it, it didn't, it didn't, I think, you know, as games have become more modern, they've become easier. In fact, not Mm. easier to play, to get through in terms of difficulty, easier to pick up and play or continue or understand where to go next, those sort of things. And it never had any of those problems, which other games of the, of the, of that era did, you know, because I'm playing one at the moment, which suffers really from significant waypoint issues, which is where do I go next? And it doesn't have any of that. And I think that's really, it's it's great. It's brilliant that it, it 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 can still be enjoyed as much as a modern game today. I think is right. and I think that's the best praise
0: I can give it. Excellent. Okay. So you picked for me Final Fantasy Type Zero HD. Um, it's a remaster of a, of a game originally released on the PSP. I think Japan only. Is that right? You, you said last time round.
1: Yeah, uh... on the PSP, Japan only. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, in, in 2011, and it was brought to uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC in 2015. Um, I really, really didn't know what to expect going into this one. Usual story, despite owning it, I, I picked it up because I like the Final Fantasy series in general. I knew that this was different to the mainline games, um, but all I really knew that, that, that was that it, it was real-time combat rather than turn-based. Um, other than that, I didn't really know what to expect it's it's a third person action rpg and it it, it kind of story wise it takes place um during a major conflict um and you're you're taking control of a team of young cadets called class zero who are tasked with kind of undertaking a series of of key missions in the in the war effort and there are i think 14 different members of this this class that you control there's,
1: there's um, a lot of playable characters yes. yeah
0: yeah and they they've all got their own unique fighting style um, as you would expect, you know some are adept with kind of ranged weapons like pistols or bows, or, or oddly in, in one um, situation a, a deck of cards. Um, others are are heading into battle with, with melee weapons, um, you know swords or scythes or katanas or what have you. Um, and when you're in the main missions, you, you kind of you take a team of three out into battle at any one time. And while you only kind of directly control one of those members, you can switch between the other two of your team on the fly, should you wish to do so. Um, If one of your team gets downed in battle you can then call in one of the other 14 uh, to, to replace them as you go um, and, and the structure of the game is that in between these kind of story missions where where you're doing the, the combat um, you return to a central hub which is which is essentially the, the academy where, where class era are being taught um, to fight um, and talk kind of magical abilities and what have you And um, when you're back at the Academy, you have a set amount of time to wander around and and kind of enjoy the more sedate surroundings. While you're there, you can choose to engage in conversations with with fellow cadets and, and staff or... Um, other people around and and certain key conversations um, which are denoted by exclamation marks above npc heads um, they'll move time along by two hours i think it is Uh, and you can also pick up side quests while you're there which kind of typically involve heading out into the world map and uh, maybe defeating a set number of specific enemies And, and that action of heading out into the kind of free roaming area that that moves the clock on six hours Um, While you're out and about you can also visit a number of um, liberated towns and cities that become available as you move through the story missions Um, and there you can undertake even more side quests and help the citizens kind of get back on their feet as they're rebuilding their towns. Um, And Mm. you can also um, go to the classroom in the academy and undertake lectures, which also move the clock on and and kind of give you stat boosts, whether it's experience across the board or uh, upping your magic stats and what have you. Or alternatively, you can just skip all of that extra peripheral stuff and just go skip straight to the story missions and and, and play through that way if you prefer to do that. Um, Got a question that that kind of setup with the the battle sections being quite distinct from the storyline settings, where different activities move the clock on. I, I don't know a huge amount about the, about the series, but it seems quite similar to the Persona games in that respect. Is that a fair thing to say? Um,
1: yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah, it, the Persona games are quite well structured in terms of you do stuff during the day uh, and then you do battling in the evening. Basically, is generally yeah. how it works. So you you're right; it has that sort of balance where you kind of yeah, you do the the social stuff where you're kind of getting to know everybody um yes, it's separate from the other stuff um so so yeah it it's similar absolutely did you, did you like that sort of structure did you did you feel that helped with um building the characters et cetera or, Yeah, it,
0: and, it, it, and, and, it definitely did um i mean i'll I'll say now the the storyline overly complicated you know, not, okay. it was guff, basically. Um, yeah, it's garbage. Okay, but, it's not a it's yeah. garbage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Okay, with I'm you, glad but. we're on the same lines there. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, you're absolutely right. Back back at the academy and um, running around. You did start to get some attachment for some of these other characters uh, either in your in your immediate squad or or some of the other um staff members or whatever you're around the, the academy and it did. That did help. And I did I liked that um that setup of having that free time to go and do what you want with. You can either just go out into the free roam area and explore, take on enemies uh as and as and when you want or you can do what i tend to do in these types of games try and mop up as many side quests as possible for for bonuses yep. um yep. yeah I, in that respect i thought that that was great yeah um, good
1: i'm glad i'm glad we got the storyline bit out the way straight from the off because i mean it's it's such a it's utter a crap i mean i just yeah <sighs> i i don't i don't play many final fantasy games i think um i think i said that when i sort of chose it and but i i don't know and 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 my understanding is this game is part of some extended universe that they were setting up with sort of other final fantasy games so i don't know if it's one of those situations where you have to have played other games to get anything out of the, the, the overarching story but i just gave up on it very quickly in terms of that 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 overarching story and and Yeah, um, anyway, I'll let you sort of continue. No, no, I I mean...
0: uh, (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, the the storyline, it's so convoluted, and half the time I didn't know who half the people in the cutscenes were. uh, You know, and uh, yeah, it it, it didn't make the best uh, first impression. There was a cutscene at the outset that was a good 10 or 12 minutes long, I think, um, and it was from the off. You know, just bewildering. Um, and if, then. If I remember,
1: is is there a compendium of like lore and stuff
0: you can read? There is. Bit, there is. You can go I, to the library and yeah, check all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I read every single little bit of that. <laughs> and I still didn't know what was happening.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the kind of thing I would normally do, but with this, yeah, I, I went and checked every now and again to see what kind of things were popping up in there, but yeah, I, I left that well alone for the most part, because yeah, I just wasn't invested in, in the story at all. No. I will say by the end, I, I, I thought the end was quite uh, emotionally affecting. I thought it thought it was quite well done, really? but, um, that, that, the the, the general, uh. The ending of, did absolutely yeah. nothing. Well, the ending kind oh, of really? did something, but it,
1: didn't cuz it just left too many questions you know right and okay fair enough. i think yeah. you're right i think the 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 way it ends uh is quite good i think you're right yeah. in terms of that yeah. but it still had t- too many bits and bobs where
0: i thought i don't get it i don't yeah. get why. no no i think that's um, fair um yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um so that that side of things it was it was a letdown for sure um uh and yeah, so i say at the opening, there was this, this really long cutscene, a series of cutscenes, and then there's a kind of tutorial mission where the, the tutorials were really heavy-handed and you'd walk forward a, a few paces and get, mm. uh, you know, 10 more boxes of dialogue to, to not dialogue, sorry, kind of in, um, uh, instructions on, on what the different buttons did. Um, it was quite stop-start um, as you went in the early early levels. Um but once the combat got properly flowing, it did start to reveal its charms, I, I think. Um, the combat was was well implemented. It's responsive, and very satisfying to pull off kind of well-timed attacks and, and dodge incoming strikes. And what I did really like about it is that the the different members of your team did have genuinely different uh, fight mm-hmm. styles. Um, yeah. The different weapons did mix things up quite significantly. Um uh, and that made it rewarding to try all the different ones out. You know, it, 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 I think in this type of game, I, I would be tempted to try and stick with my favourite. And I, you know, I did have one or two favourites that that I, I was did use more. more than yeah, I was. Were,
1: were there any that stood out in terms of they were just fun to play with, or or, there, there or you was, liked the character? I suppose because that's the other yeah, side. Uh, of, I think something like yeah, that. With there, that there, many there, characters, there were some which I was like, I like these people, and I like yeah. the way they fight. Therefore, they're going to be my go-to's.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't remember who was who in terms of who wielded which weapon. I, I think, in terms of if I just wanted to to make progress, then I think it was King who had dual pistols was was effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in terms of actual, if I wanted to take my time more and have fun, there were a few of the more Malay type characters that were were great. There's one with a with a kind of electrically charged whip. Um, yes. there's one with like a a mace type thing that was kind of you essentially. Very hard to wield and kind of spin out of control yes. a lot of the time. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few really interesting ones that just hadn't come across that type of fighting style before, um, and and challenging to get to grips with, but but a lot of fun to experiment with. Um, and what I liked about the game was that it really encourages you to do that, and at times it does um, force you to to kind of not always use your your favorite, not all the time, but but every now and again. Um, so. Like I said, while it could be tempting to to get into the rhythm with just one or two characters and stick with them all the time, it's it's definitely more fruitful to mix it up and and swap different team members in and out for different missions to to ensure that they're not falling behind. Because the the way the experience works and, and level up is it's only those three active people in your team are getting that experience. The people who are sitting out on the sidelines don't don't get yeah. leveled up.
1: And and the game the game kind of. Um... At time, it, it, you're right. It wants you to learn all of these characters because um, there are times where it will split it up into two, won't it? And you have to decide yes. who's going to do one bit and who's going to be in the, who's going to be team A and who's going to be team B, basically. Yeah. And so you kind of need to start thinking about the balance, almost, don't you? Because you kind of go, well, yeah. I want that mixture of weapons in that group, so they're going to be that, and that's going to be the other. So there was a bit of that, which, yeah, I, I, I mean. For, for me, that that's that was the strongest bit of the game was was that combat and those characters and th- just the weirdness of some of those um, those weapons and um, the cards, yeah. like you said before, the playing cards <laughs> ones, just yeah. bonkers. But I, I, it, yeah. it, it, it's a bit like X X Men almost in some ways, you know. Yes, it's like, yeah. that's gambit. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I got that feeling from it. It was nice. It was nice that the. How many? Did you say 14 characters? It's
0: been I a while I think it's probably. 14, yeah.
1: That there was such a wide cast. Yeah, actually, they were quite well defined characters and they yeah. visually they were all quite different and um, stuff. The only thing that annoyed me towards the end that I didn't pick up straight away was the naming. Did you pick up on this? Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, cards, <laughs> different cards. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah that yeah. annoyed me a bit. But <laughs> because I didn't notice it straight away, and I just thought, oh, this is just a cute little thing that they've put in, isn't it? You know, um, yeah, yeah, anyway, <laughs> um,
0: yes, yeah, so I, I, I am in, mean, I do wonder for people who kind of ignore that. I mean, the game does let you know that it is in your interest to keep the the experience levels balanced across the board as much as possible. But as you say, those sections where you are essentially forced to split up into two groups, um, I do wonder how people fare if they have essentially just been favouring one or two characters uh, and potentially are going to be stuck um, mm. with, with with low level characters. But but no, I mean, I, I, I took the advice of the game and th- there are other ways that you can make sure that those are balanced as well, as well as just during the main missions. You can... You can replay any mission you've completed as much as you want if you want to do that with with different characters to try them out in kind of non critical missions, which is which is helpful. Um, and there is also um, a training area back at the academy, so you you got two choices there. You can either go to an NPC on the left who basically spawns in some some enemies who you can fight and get the relevant experience from without risk of actual proper proper death when you're downed in battle. And then if you speak to the person on the right, they ask you if you want to um, take part in some secret training. Uh, So the first time I spoke to that NPC, I was like, yeah, I'll I'll do some secret training. That sounds interesting. Uh, And they go, brilliant, okay. Um, It prompts you to save your game. And then it kicks you out to the main menu. I was like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) (laughs) There's no explanation, unless I've missed something obvious. i like, what? What? don't, Don't really understand what's happened. And then when you go back in, um, it basically tells you you've been away for x amount of time and in that time the person has yeah. has uh, gained uh, x amount yeah. of, uh, of experience so essentially just a really nice way of uh, letting your lesser um, leveled party members earn experience when you're not playing the game um, but it was totally unannounced um, you had to kind of find it and, and experiment with it to work out exactly what it did and that's Heart of the charm of the game i think there was a few elements like that that just unapologetically obtuse um <laughs> but i uh, actually added some some nice uh elements to the game but yeah yeah uh, there, there, like i say there were moments like that where i just like, i have no idea what what what's happening here but but uh yeah work, work quite nicely um did you did you use that then did you bother with that or did you just yeah i normally? tended to if i if i was saving for the evening. If like if I had a session at night and I knew I wasn't gonna be playing until the next evening, I would I would tend to go there and put my lowest leveled character in to the secret training. And they generally if I if I if it was twenty four hours or the best part of twenty four hours before playing, then you, you go going up a good two or three levels at least. Um, so yeah, that was really useful I found
1: I can't remember if I did or not. I suspect yeah. I thought that feels like cheating, therefore I'm right. not going to use it. Yeah. Um and I did. I can't even remember that other guy, but it must have been there, the one that spawns them in. All I, re- I remember doing was going out into the field and literally right. trying to yeah. bump into enemies and killing them and yeah. levelling up like that. That's what I tended yeah. to do towards the end. The, the classic, you know, bring one high-level player and loads of low-level ones. and Yes, performing. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It, it, you're right, it's it's an odd thing. And I think, I, I mean... It, just talking generally it, it i think there is a lot in this design of this game that um makes its roots as a handheld game pretty clear um yeah i think i think that is classic of that that's that's your well put it in sleep mode you know you're traveling around or whatever you know uh, and you want to boot it up later on so yes. i think that's yeah. why it's in there and there are a few other bits like that i think you know that the, the the level structure and the, the the smallness of areas, etc. Again, I think plays into into that. And I think, if if I remember rightly, I, th- I don't know if I told you that, but that was kind of one of the reasons why I kind of picked this because I thought this is an easy RPG to get into because it's n- it doesn't it doesn't require tons of your time to kind of pick up, play, do a bit. It it's quite nice with that. It doesn't feel like you're playing for hours to get to the next sort of checkpoint or area that you need to get to. It yeah. it always felt quite short and contained where you were up to
0: did you stick mainly to the, the the main missions or did you do much of the peripheral stuff so
1: i did i think i did all the peripheral stuff uh um, yeah in the end
0: yeah i I, yeah. I
1: just i liked i liked playing as i, I genuinely liked the combat that yeah. much um the the thing the mace one like you said really stuck out because that's just i, I hated that that character hated because it was just <laughs> so difficult to sort of wield with that and Um, yeah but it it, the combat for me was very much just the feeling it was the 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 idea you were swapping in and out quite quickly um but also sort of the feedback the visual and sound feedback that the the way it does like the critical point sort of marker and you kind of hit it and it makes like a noise it just felt oh yeah that i should have mentioned
0: that so there's this this strike um system where um, if you can, you can just go in and, and hack away at, at enemies, or you can kind of be a bit more guarded. And every in certain situations, and you'll learn there uh, when it's more likely to happen and when it's not. Um, yeah, like a symbol will flash up over them. Uh, and if it's yellow and you strike them while that yellow symbol symbols up, you'll take off a, a you know a larger, a much larger chunk of health than normal. But if it mm-hmm. flashes red and you hit them, then then basically you kill them in one shot um and that was quite an effective um system as well i thought that that added added something to to the game that i hadn't really seen elsewhere i don't think um yeah i think that yeah. that,
1: that was the main thing and like you do a lot of sort of dodging as well if i remember you are like rolling yes. around and, yeah. and sort of it just felt very quick and snappy and in a way that action rpgs generally don't um it didn't mm. do you know what i mean it it it, it, and because of the thing you said with like the leveling up, etc., that you could do it, the leveling up almost felt arbitrary in some ways. In a, I, I can't remember if it actually yeah. made that much difference. Was the I don't know. If the, was the Was there armor you could buy? and Weapon upgrades? I can't even remember if there was stuff like There's, that in there, the game.
0: Yeah, there were. There weren't a huge amount. You couldn't upgrade weapons, but you could uh, buy kind of better versions of your weapons. I think there were kind of two or three different versions. Um, yeah. And okay. Yeah, there were um was it armour? Yeah, you could you could wear an accessory basically or two accessories that would oh, give yes. you stat upgrades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: But but it but it felt quite streamlined all of that. It didn't feel yes. sort of a big part of the game and, and, and like I say, with the action focus it just felt like I say, it just felt very different to other RPGs I'd played. Um yeah. I, th- I think yeah. that was my overriding. And the the only the only bit that I found very difficult was healing. I don't know if you felt the same.
0: Yes, I couldn't work out for the longest time how to self heal. So <laughs> I I, I yeah. would generally have uh, at least one strong healer in my party at all times. Um, but, you know, a computer controlled character um, that although I was generally switching between enemies uh, between sorry between characters uh, on the fly, uh, I would tend to leave that that. Um, that person with the strong cure for the computer to handle because um yeah i i struggled to get scripts with that magic in general i just didn't use very often um i tended to use the 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 main f- kind of physical attacks rather than magic and i don't know whether i missed out much in that respect but it, it didn't it wasn't necessary to to get through the game so i just didn't dabble that much uh, on that side of things right that's because not
1: the, yeah yeah, I didn't do that. I I didn't I didn't use magic as well much because I think you're right. I think I think it did that thing of you need to be static or it took time to use. I can't remember. Yeah. Is that right that it took it, time? It to seems sort of...
0: like it was a large part.
1: Go on, sorry. No, no, no. I was, I, I was just asking, was it was it a t- quite a l- sort of long charge time because I can't remember. It's been such a I long think time. that's right.
0: I th- yeah, I think for certain magic it, it was um but yeah, it seems like it was a lot a relatively large part of the game because there's this again there's a system downed enemies you could lock onto and then extract i think it's called Phantoma, um which you could then use to upgrade magic back at the academy and just apart from the time it was first introduced and it showed you how to do it i don't think i went back and, and used that at all um right. so again maybe i'm i made some of the 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 later levels more difficult than they they should have been, and again there are there are parts towards the end where um, one level in particular um, where you're forced to use different types of attacks, and magic is is one of them um, in one section, and I was a bit you know it took me a long time to get through that because I just wasn't used to using it. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, it was a relatively short passage uh, of that level, but um, but yeah, no, the combat overall was 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 a lot of fun. Um, there were definitely a couple of Odd design choices that I found infuriating. Um, the, the side quest stuff. Uh, so again, like I've said several times before on this podcast, I like to go out and, and do side quests. You could only have one active side quest at a time here, um, but you could then go and speak to another NPC. You could find out what that quest was. Um, if you want to accept the quest, then it um, automatically um, ditches the previous quest you had active. So, so for instance, you go up to an, you've got a quest active that you need to go off and, and fight 10 of one type of enemy out in the field, which I, I'm yet to do. Uh, and Then go and speak to someone else who's got um, a quest who says, I need you to give me three, whatever the item is. And I've got them in my inventory, so I don't need to go and do anything. I can literally just turn them in straight away because I've, I've been off mm-hmm. fighting earlier on and, f- and found them already. To do that, I need to ditch my first quest, uh, take up this new quest, give them the items, get my reward, and then run back to wherever that original NPC was on the other (laughs) side of the the school just to get the quest active again. It was just, oh God, really annoying, really, really annoying. Even worse than that, though, Uh, in the lobby of the the academy, there is a, a kind of a transporter, a portal, that you can use to go off to one of, I think, five or six different areas uh, um, of the school. Um, but when you get to that other area, the portal back only takes you to the lobby. So if I want to go off to, I think, there's the chocobo stables, and then I've spoken to someone there, and then I want to go to the armory, I've got first, I've got to go back to the lobby. And then transport back to, <laughs> off to the Arboretum. Why would you do that? I don't understand that decision at all, other than to, let's just really piss off these players. Um, yeah, it's, it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, every time I had to, to go back to lobby, I was cursing the game. I just did not understand it, but, but yeah, um, relatively minor things. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it on the whole. Um, a definite curio i think uh hard to recommend uh,
1: yeah because yeah you know th- it's so of its true. own type i think that that was my worry um was I, I i knew you'd kind of get through it because the length is not too sort of uh, ambitious and um and more than anything yeah. i wanted to i think i think for a long time i've wanted to give you an jrpg to play because you we just haven't yeah. talked about any RPGs whatsoever, yeah. and um and I knew this was this was fairly short and different, and and I thought, well, at least at least if you didn't enjoy it, you would um you would find things to sort of pick out, basically, because the design choices throughout uh, are quite in- idiosyncratic, aren't they? It, it, it's yeah. not. I mean, it has. I think in some ways it has it has the the typical JRPG tropes in there in terms of maybe characters etc. But even there, I don't think it has. I think the school idea isn't one uh, you know. You mentioned Persona, but it's not really like that. Persona just very traditional. It, it felt more like I don't know Harry Potter or something, and, and, and yeah. not not that, but it kind of had that sort of feel where it, it felt like you know. Uh, it it the 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 setup wasn't it I mean it was tropey, but it wasn't I, I suppose it wasn't delivered in a in a, in that way. It was delivered in a different way and I think that's ultimately what I liked the most about this and and it was that feeling of a collective. Um Fourteen characters is a lot, and I think the idea that you're controlling all of these characters was very unique. You don't, yeah. you know, parties in RPGs are normally four or five at most, you know, but to have such a large yeah. group just felt very different. Um I can't remember a lot of the characters, if I'm honest. King, I remember, now that you mentioned King with his two guns and his cape, I remember he had a cape. I liked the capes. Yeah. I'll be honest, I liked the design of a lot of the stuff. It looked Visually, I thought it looked really cool at times uh yeah. the characters i thought they just they looked they looked good They and i i think <laughs> there's, there's an element of missed opportunities i think as well in this game isn't that i don't know if you felt that but i feel like they could have done more with this in some ways or um i, I didn't there were there were a few characters that I thought were just good characters that could have been fleshed out a bit more and, and almost right, been yeah. given the hand space a bit more to yeah. kind of you know I, there are characters here that feel more engaging than cloud or lightning, you know, in yeah. terms of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um yeah. but ultimately they're very underwritten and they're written as part of a collective, therefore they would never really sort of um sort of um be made more than that. Um, just to go back to the stuff around magic as well, I don't the way I dealt with healing in the end was I just bought shitloads of potions. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. I bought like ninety nine potions and you could just use them whenever and there would be no time delay, and that was how I got through a lot of the game because I just yeah. couldn't deal with the magic and healing, etc. It just didn't ever work properly. Um and there were bits like that throughout, like you say, odd design that feel like I, I am I breaking the game? Is this really what they want me to do? Mm. There's bits of mm. that in the game. Um but again I think that's some of the roots. Um what what about what about the I mean you you said the storyline was bobbins, but the other bit that's bobbins is the language, the, the translation I suppose, the <laughs> yeah. way it's the words. Yeah. The way it's I just I struggles with all of that. Um and it has a fascination with Kupo at the end of everything. I know that's that a character.
0: Is, yeah, that is a Final Fantasy um, uh, staple. Uh, those those Moogle characters do do finish their sentences with, with that throughout. So that that I was expecting that. Were well, you? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the translation was definitely iffy at times, it felt. Uh, and the voice acting was really not great at times as well. Was it not? Well. I can't um, remember. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Am I the
1: last one?
0: No, there's
1: I'm so sorry. I'm late. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're never
0: late, Ramsky. Did you oversleep? I mean, to, uh, amusing at, at points and some of the characters were so over the top that it, that it was enjoyable in, in small doses, but but yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, and like I say, really enjoyable despite some some quite <laughs> glaring faults, and uh, and it, it yeah I just haven't played anything like it, which is what I liked about it. It, it, it was it's 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 definitely a unique game. It's certainly from from what I've played, um, and yeah, but but ultimately difficult to to say you know you must play this game because you've got a there are so many different things about it that could annoy people um that that yeah it's it's an interesting one though i'm glad you picked it i'm glad to have played through it because it could easily have sat on the shelf for another number of years
1: yeah how long did it take you did it sort of feel quite a slog to get through or was it did you feel quite snappy? it took a long time
0: but um that's because i was again rinsing it for for side so, side so quests. It felt very much like if I had just skipped that and gone straight to the story missions, uh, then then it would have been over relatively quickly, sort of a ten, twelve hour job. Oh, sorry, I completely forgot. We haven't mentioned the RTS sections, which again come out of nowhere. Um, I can't do you, even do you remember these. I
1: not No, not really. No. Yeah. There's, no, I there's can't. a couple
0: of story missions where you are, you're still out and f- fighting, but. It's different. You're kind of just controlling one character at a time, but you're on the world map. Oh, yes. No, I do direct, remember those. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, also yeah. directing yeah. troops from one city to another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really bizarre shift. And There's only a couple of occasions where it's um, essential, but then there are more side quests where, where you can yep. do them as well. But um, yep. but yeah, not, not particularly fun <laughs> for me. There's, but, there's
1: balancing uh, issues throughout the entire game, I think yeah um, yeah uh, i did i did i, I mean I, I was genuinely worried that you may have to you may give up on this um I well, did, genuinely worried that you would go i can't finish this either because you weren't getting along with it or because you'd done things and therefore the game is just kind of being too difficult and obtuse now
0: yeah i think i'm too i'm generally too stubborn to give up on a game even if i'm not (laughs) enjoying it so there there was never too much danger but i must admit when you first picked this and i played it quite quickly after we spoke and i played yeah as i said the beginning was quite difficult to get through and i played the first mission after that and it it wasn't wowing me to to say the least and it took me a while to go back and and properly sink my teeth into it and and i suppose there was if it wasn't for this podcast i could well have fallen away from it at that point I, absolutely
1: um, i think this is a very yeah. easy game to give up on right at the yeah. start 100% yeah. agree with that yeah, yeah. Uh, completely and and i think you're right you you had that driver. i think my driver was it was the, sort of the first RPG on ps4 that was anything that i played so i kind of yeah. had not a huge backlog of games for the console so i kind of had the time to kind of and you know, I just bought it for whatever price, and I was like, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get my value out of this." Um, yeah, I did. Um, did you? Did you do a second playthrough?
0: Uh, I did enough of a second playthrough to get some trophies I didn't have yet, because again, I'm sad enough to want to go through and do that. But that was interesting. So there were, I it probably got about halfway through again um, before I stopped and. Each of the story missions you could approach from a different perspective, and it was different. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of new content in there that I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a,
1: a B path through the entirety of, yes. of the game yeah, on yeah. the second playthrough. It's 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 um, bizarre. Um, the game basically is du- double in size. You finish it, and you kind of get more <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's weird completely bizarre it's like and some of those missions on the b playthrough were like better than the first time yeah like yeah you 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 almost play the more interesting part of the story on the second playthrough than you do on the first one
0: Ah, just
1: mind-blowing designs i I think maybe i'm
0: my own worst enemy with that type of stuff because i do think that the majority of these games that do offer new game plus and what have you uh don't favor people like me who obsessively try and do all the side stuff before moving on with the right. the story. I think the idea generally is blast through the story uh, and then open up these interesting new bits on, on New Game Plus or whatever whatever you call it, and then mop up the side stuff you want to as well. Whereas I think often, because I've spent you know tens of hours going through everything, by the time i finished the game, I'm probably not up for another playthrough. Um whereas it probably would do me well certainly in this case if i had just plowed through the story there's no question i would have gone through and and experienced all of the the new b uh b stories um but yeah yeah again it's an odd decision to to lock all of that away with Completely. no mention that that's coming you know yeah, yeah. um yeah it, strange. it
1: was weird and and um but for me i um i kind of loved it i i did i went back almost straight away and played through the beast oh, nice. stuff um yeah. i didn't i if i remember rightly the cutscenes. were all the so i skipped cutscenes and just got okay. through it I, I was like i don't care like <laughs> what the story is i just want i wanted I, to be honest i wanted the encounters and the and the battles and and more yeah. more of it because i w- was kind of still feeling like i did uh yeah I I, I I i rinsed this good i platinumed this um yeah i loved it <laughs> Excellent. from that side yeah. because it, it gave me enough of those little bits and bobs to do and um i think um it's quite well structured in that regard in terms of um i think sometimes some games are a bit difficult to kind of go like you say new game plus i don't sometimes i don't see the point i kind of go yeah what what is new is it just you know but for this because it had it so much extra content i just thought well I'll, I'll I'll do it and then the other stuff. I think the, I can't remember this one for finishing on the highest difficulty level level or something like that. There was all sorts of things which I just sort of put into it, but it was just it was just the like I say, I, I primarily enjoyed this game for for the, for the battles for the battles and and for that setup, like I say, of having sort of fourteen very different characters that you can just swap on the fly. Um, yeah, and kind of you know. Um, and there's some difficult encounters, um, for sure. But um, a lot of the time it just depends on who you bring, you know. So yeah, I would often do things and then go, oh, well, I've clearly haven't done this properly. Um, so I need to set it up in a different way. Um, but the the and and I think at times there was some grinding of leveling up that I did. But again, I didn't I didn't mind it. I I was enjoying I was enjoying just playing the game enough just to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, which isn't always the case with with um rpgs sometimes it's you know i'm playing for the story and that's it and but this was complete opposite in a lot of ways you know i was playing for for the minute-to-minute gameplay um yeah the the real-time battles as well i remember again when when you brought that up there was some of the extra ones um yeah some of them were incredibly difficult towards the end and right. i remember replaying those a lot of times uh, yeah, yeah definitely um yeah. i can't remember if you could level i can't remember all the ins and outs of it but there were a couple of them that were just utterly infuriating in the way it was set up because the game yeah. doesn't tell you how to do a lot of this stuff as well you write the game and right. i remember just thinking this is this is a ridiculous game this <laughs> it, it it doesn't do what you would expect in a lot of ways but the game doesn't really handhold you a lot of the time. It does. It doesn't tell you always what you should be doing next, and uh, it's it's really bizarre to see that in you know almost the the opposite of Dead Space in that way. That that is quite nice at sort of sort of breadcrumbing you and telling you not telling mm. you what to do, but showing you what to do. This game at yeah. times doesn't do that, and you write some of the mechanics just. Uh, completely obtuse the other one that i remember and i don't know if it confused you but all of the designers and stuff that join your party do you know do you know what i'm not talking about here
0: no i don't think i do
1: i think there's an option i think you either turn it on or turn it off but basically you have your 14 but then yeah. you have like shadow versions of each of those characters that will join your party and oh,
0: okay. In. Yeah. So there were. Yeah. I <laughs> That's never. Totally I never such... well.
1: <laughs> It's like here is the graphic designer who's just joined your party.
0: <laughs> I, did, I had no idea it's about all that. All so... the
1: staff who worked on the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. I did not know that. So yeah, I know that, that it uh, there was an option. Um. To add, basically, because you've got your fourteen people who you take into battle, or you can choose fewer or, or whatever you. And then if they all die in in battle then you're out it's game over isn't it but you mm. can as you say turn on this thing to to have other kind of un I, what i assumed were unnamed cadets from the from the academy but this sounds much more interesting what you're yeah saying.
1: yeah they were kind of grayed out so they were like the same they were the same characters as the 14 in some way but yeah. they were grayed out so it felt like they were like you say other cadets yeah so they didn't redesign it but every time they come on it this is why the cupo thing annoyed the crap out of me because every time you switch characters it does so-and-so's come onto the battlefield coupo, right
0: oh right okay yeah, yeah.
1: um and so the game because i turned them on i don't know why i turned them on i, th- I thought the game will be easier if i have them on obviously because i've yeah. got more characters but a lot of the time it would be constantly switching them out like like constantly and so you would hear this coupeau line like 20 <laughs> times in a boss battle And and it was all of these, like I say, designers from the game or um, director or whatever has joined the battle. It was just weird. I'm guessing, again, this was something in the PSP original, which was probably linked to some online friends list, I suspect, or something. I can't imagine this was designed like this for (laughs) for, uh, how it was meant to be, because it's just completely odd. In a lot of ways, yeah. but yeah. Um, what what do you think about the look of the game in in general, sort of the visuals, etc.?
0: It looked pretty good. I mean, to, to say that it's a it's a PSP game from seven eight years ago, um, I thought it looked I thought it looked a lot better than I was expecting it to.
1: Yeah, you should um you should definitely do some like comparison. So sort of check out the comparison videos because I thought the same. I thought bloody hell, this looks pretty decent, and then. Um, I looked at the PSP original and they did a lot of work. Like, okay, it's right. not... I thought this was just an up It was not yeah, just yeah, an up They They put okay. extra geometry into the world, etc. And it oh, okay. was I didn't realize significantly that. Uh, different in terms of sort of, like, you know, sort of the main school, which feels almost cathedral-esque, doesn't it? You know, it's got yes. some... You know, with a fountain outside, etc. And, um, yeah, I watched a video of sort of the comparisons. I was like... Wow, this is, this is not just a quick two minute port. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't think there was extra content for this. I, th- I think, I think it was the same game. I don't think there was extra content. Um, no, but again, it's, it's, it, but I thought the same as you. It's very odd to call it an HD when it really wasn't that. It was actually a bit more than that, um, in reality. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I suppose the other interesting angle on this is that um, this was um, directed by um, the guy who directed um, Final Fantasy Fifteen.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So I suppose the question is, does having played this make you feel sort of more keen to try out Fifteen if you haven't... Do you know what? It,
0: it, it does, um, not only because of that, but just generally because the battle system in Fifteen is different to your traditional turn based um stuff i don't know mm-hmm. exactly how um but i've always been very much i i pre- thought i prefer and probably still do to an extent, prefer turn based jrpgs um i guess because i grew up playing playing them to an extent and and I really enjoyed certain examples of that genre um so 15 kind of departing from that turn based um battle system kind of put me off a little bit but now that I've played through this, um, yeah, I'm definitely interested to check it out. I don't know whether whether it's similar to this in terms yeah, of
1: battle uh, I think it's kind of, but not really. You know, it, it right. kind of amps things up in a lot of ways. I, I don't. Yeah. I, can you change characters on the fly? I can't remember, and I think so. This came with a demo for 15 as well. This was kind of the, yes. the classic. We'll try and sell this game on the back of the fact there's a demo and. I'm pretty sure there were people out there who literally just played the demo and never played this game. This was kind of yeah. what came with it. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, same director and I think, you know, he, he's now left and 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 um, no, no longer sort of doing 15, in, in bizarre circumstances. I don't know if you know much about mm. Fantasy 15 but there's been loads of sort of extra content planned and the game kept going on and on forever and uh, now they've cancelled like three out of the four DLCs that are coming up. Um, and yeah. he's left. Which is completely odd. But he really saved the project to fifteen. Fifteen was not really going anywhere. It was a Final Fantasy thirteen spin off. Yes. Might have been, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I think about that. Um and you know, he turned that he turned that game around basically and got it out and it's just really strange and and but you know he he his take on final fantasy is very different to maybe other directors within square you know and his games Mm. you know going for the real-time combat like you say is it's different he's obviously tried to modernize the game in in a way that maybe um 13 never did you know um and i think a lot of people liked 15 for the bold choices it made and um I think you could definitely trace back a lineage to this game. Um yeah. that he, he's obviously tried some things out here and I, I haven't played fifteen yet, but um I'm I after enjoying the combat on this I was like, Well, I will definitely play fifteen because, you know, um it it's probably, you know, got some um similarities in terms of, you know, um feeling quite action heavy. Um mm. it's never it's never gonna be a platinum game. But um, you know, it 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 bridges the gap though. You know, it gets there. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's and and I don't like you say. I don't think it always works. The magic I think needs maybe more tweaking in how that operates. But in terms of sort of the 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 sort of physical combat side of things, I thought that worked really nicely and. They they do genuinely all feel different. Um, you know, um, it 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 had it, it had a bit of that rhythm thing as well that I quite like to it. That it doesn't like you say it doesn't. It's not button back. It it doesn't feel like button bashing all the time. It feels like there's timing involved, etc. And that really helps yes. with how the game feels. And in that sense, it reminded me quite a lot of Fantasy um, Star Online. Is similar in that where there's a rhythm to solve the encounters and i felt that throughout the game um yeah how did you feel about sort of the computer controlled characters sort of doing the legwork for you did did that ever feel like a problem to you or
0: no i don't think so i think i i i think it was you know the ai was was pretty smart um i think uh, from my experience no it worked it worked really well and and i think not having to rely on that the whole time if there was a situation where it would be of benefit to switch to a different character with a different attack style uh, being able to do that as and when you want uh, and let the the computer control the others uh, i think I just, yeah it worked well for me how about you yeah um yeah
1: yeah i think it was fine i think there were times when um i suppose again if you hadn't prepared properly i would end up with five characters dead within three seconds sort of thing you know right it would all just kind of drop off one after another and yeah um, i'd never because of the way the game just puts another character in i would be like no 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 i don't want that one i want a different one it was that sort of thing a little bit right I'm with um,
0: you. yeah i see what you mean yeah
1: it you know the when you sort of brought your team together it was almost in my head i had an order of what order and or what the balance should be in terms of the three different elements and so yeah if it ended up with lots of the same or things that I didn't think were suited for that encounter, i could kind of get annoyed. If, if I remember rightly, you could decide how many characters to bring with you. Is that right? You could. There was a you minimum could, yeah. and a maximum. And
0: so quite often uh, I would pair it. You could leave. just you could just go in with one. Um but certain um certain missions restricted so you couldn't take the full fourteen. So you would have to pick um yes yeah a well-balanced team and there was also a system where i think going into the mission certain characters i think they called it primed were primed and if you picked oh, yes. they were like highlighted in yellow and if yeah, you picked yeah, yeah. three of those together in your team they got some kind of buff or, or increased stats for the mission duration so yeah that, that was a nice little twist on it as well but uh but yeah i think you could largely if you wanted to make it more challenging for yourself for instance you could go in with fewer backup uh yeah. I, yeah, well, I
1: I did that because I found it easier to manage. I didn't go fewer because uh, because ultimately I didn't want some of those other characters in the mix because I was like, yeah. well, you're under levelled. I don't I don't feel you're going to be so. I, quite often, I would maybe pick six characters rather than the full roster because then I, you know, I'd pick right. three yeah. and another three that complemented each other well rather than picking the entire lot. And I found that easier um, yeah to manage, but you know, the game doesn't tell you any of this stuff or make it obvious <laughs> of what you should or shouldn't be doing in terms of that. Um, and like I said, the other annoyance was obviously sort of the computer keeps whipping my bloody characters for bloody no-nonsense people. I don't even know. Um, yeah. but, you know, um, it, yeah, the, the, there were times where the game didn't, um, it It felt like the game was working against me, I suppose I think it might be might be the better way of putting it um you know um i i wasn't always i didn't always go into battles feeling like I knew what to expect or what the setup mm-hmm. should be, so a bit of yeah. trial and error was quite you know it did happen from time to time, you know, I'd load up a level and kind of go well, I didn't expect to be up against that sort of enemy or whatever.
0: Right, I'm with you, yeah. And
1: and therefore, actually, I've picked completely the wrong characters for this and I can barely do any damage because you know (laughs) I can't do the things that I need to do to really sort of um, beat this scenario. And there was a bit of sort of cheesing involved at times where I was like, well, I know this character could just do it from afar. So if I just stay really far away, I'll just whittle them down. Slowly, slowly, and eventually they'll sort of, um, you know, I'll beat them. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I I don't feel I don't feel bad. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Like I say, I'm glad glad that you you picked it and and kind of, uh, not forced, but you know, encouraged me to to, to play <laughs> through it because yeah, it could very easily have, have stayed on the shelf permanently otherwise. So yeah, good stuff. Okay, cool. I guess time to pick games for for next time. Do um, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. Why not?
1: So um, looked at your list, etc., and um, I've picked for you um, another Japanese game, Oeda um, um, with uh, the Last Guardian. Um, <laughs> okay. Decades in the making. Decade? Is it decades? How long is it? It is decades, technically, isn't it? I think it was fourteen years, wasn't it? I can't remember. I think it's decades. A Sorry, long what, time. What,
0: what, what since the first game?
1: Okay. Oh, oh um no, no. Since in, in sort of since from the point the Last Guardian was announced to the point oh, it was uh, released, I
0: would say ten years. Does that make it decades? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably about decades right. Isn't it? It probably decades in the making. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And,
1: any any initial thoughts on uh, Last Guardian? Yes. Does, is it is it is it something that that you are? Does that heritage sort of um, worry you, or um, or is this something that's that you mm-hmm. want to be higher up on the backlog, but you just didn't get around to?
0: Uh, this is an odd one. um Eco and Shadow of the Colossus I would say are two of my favourite games I um, absolutely adored both of them uh, and I think the amount of time this was in development combined with uh, the hype I had for the, the kind of third game uh, in this series Uh was too much for me on release release and i felt there's i can only possibly be disappointed yes um okay weight of
1: expectation is is high
0: yeah yeah and we're a couple of years on from release now It's, it's ridiculous i adore those those two other games absolutely adore them um and i think what i ended up doing i instead went back uh, the game arrived, and as I say, I, I, it it was this situation where I'm going to be so gutted if this doesn't live up to expectations. Uh, I'm going to go back and play the first two games and see <laughs> if they are still as good as I <laughs> as I remember oh, them being. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I, <laughs> um, and I played through Eco again, and it wasn't quite as magical as I remember, but still great. Um, and then I didn't end up playing Shadow of the Colossus again. And obviously, there's a there is a um, PS4. Remake mm-hmm. out now, which I should probably try at some point. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, this has the potential to be either my favorite game, uh, one of my favorite games ever, or a, a, a crushing disappointment. Uh, so wow. yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. But try but yeah, and dial your
1: expectations it, down because I think, yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't know what it's like for you, but I don't like going into games with. Um, the the highest of expectations, no, uh, e- no. even you know the the biggest one on my radar that's probably coming this year, Shenmue Three. You know, yes. I I I am keeping expectations in check. You know, um, yeah. So yeah. I always uh, I always recommend that. You know, um, yeah, yeah. It's not the end of the world if it is in the most favourite game ever. You know,
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong, but I just yeah, yeah. It it. it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I am at this point fully expecting it not to live up to those, those first two games. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely ready to give it a go. So, yeah, um, good. Uh, did
1: you have you have you tried to avoid feedback on this game and avoid yes. any information on it et cetera? Or as much anything? as possible yeah. opinions etc. You've just avoided. Yeah, it I lot, mean, I've I'm listened guessing.
0: to a couple of podcasts where where people I think were frustrated by certain sections of it and, and and what have you. But I tried not to listen to too much or read too much about it. So. Yeah, I'm going in relatively Good. blind. Good. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, no, um yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah, um <laughs> I think you will um uh, yeah, I'm interested to, to see how you take to it. I think you're absolutely right. Eco and Shadow of Colossus have um been seminal games and um I, I think it's interesting what you said about Ico or Eco, I can't pronounce it right, but um how that felt the same but not and but still magical i think yeah i think the influence of those games is um cannot be under over, uh, sort of understated and i think yeah particularly i think the indie game scene has has really sort of used those two games to kind of do some of the storytelling that they tend to do these days don't they um
0: yes absolutely so
1: i think you know um yeah um i i put i put eco higher than shadow out of those two personally right okay
0: yeah yeah i i think potentially for, for me too although i mean replaying confirmed it, i don't feel it needed the combat um that, that uh, Eco. i th- I've, i think it would have been fine without I, I found that frustrating at times Di- but different still t- different times wasn't it though yeah you know? yeah yeah absolutely yeah mm. yeah okay um so less time out I, I said Dead Space kind of leapt out at me as, as something that was uh, you know a bigger mission from from you not playing. Uh, from having had another look at your list um, in preparation for this, there's one that, that kind of leaps out even more than that, and I, I don't know whether I've missed it the first time around, but Metal Gear Solid is on your list. Yes. You've never played Metal Gear yeah. Solid?
1: No, it, and to be honest, it's only recently gone on my list. Um, okay,
0: right, that will be why. Yeah. So that will be why. Um, yeah.
1: Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Have you ever
0: played <laughs> any Metal Gear Solid games?
1: I've played the Metal Gear Solid 5 preview game, whatever that was called. Okay. Yeah. What was that? I can't remember. Ground F- Zeros? Ground Zeros, yes. Yeah. I've played that and I've played the PS1 demo disc with Metal Gear Solid on it. Okay. So okay. I've got some idea of what to expect. Um, you, you don't
0: sound overly excited at the prospect of playing this No, game.
1: I'm not. No, I'm not because <laughs> um, it's a stealth <laughs> game, isn't it? It is but, a stealth you, game. As you much, know, so, yeah. as you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for confirming that for me. <laughs> um, I just, yeah. Uh, I, I did, I just, yeah, it's only just recently gone on my list because it's something that I thought I should probably play at some point, but... I get the feeling one is
0: different from the other games in a lot of ways. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I've played, I've played the, I guess i one, two, and three basically. Um, uh, obviously, the two and three were um, PS2 games, so I, I guess different in that respect. Technically, um, they they could do more with them, um, but I would say. Uh, at, at their core, they are similar similar games. I mean, it's a long time since I played Metal Gear Solid, but um, okay. I will well, I will endeavour to try and see if I can go back and play at least play a bit. um I mean, if, if you're going to be playing it, I expect
1: yeah. it to feel dated. If I'm honest, um, yeah, absolutely. But I'm hoping, and, and and in a lot of ways, I think i don't i know i know almost a bit too much about this game in some ways you know i feel like there's bits that i know but i don't know it i don't know the story i couldn't tell you i know i know there's metal sake and see what this is this is the problem with games you pick up things but then my knowledge of metal gear probably for the next one but my knowledge of metal gear is there's liquid state. there's there's big boss and there's uh, some guy who can mind control, uh, yeah, and that's kind of what I know. But I don't know anything about these characters and who they are and what they do or anything. You know, I just don't know any of the context. But I just know that these are important things, and I know that uh, each storyline is more convoluted than the, than the last. And yes, yeah. and that that they become almost. Um, I think I remember reading something about Metal Gear Solid Four, almost feeling like. Uh, critique on it, the Iraq War or, or conflicts yeah. in the Middle East and stuff like that. I just yeah. don't. I'll be honest. I think, I think I'll play this and 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 not play another one. It'll be this, and
0: that'll be it. <laughs> well, it's good. It's good to know you're you're kind of going in fully expecting to love this. Yeah, I know. I feel I, 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 I feel bad I, for having picked it now.
1: Well, it's the I, I get the feeling, and you, I'm sure people will. And, and yourself will correct me, and and we'll talk about it next time. Obviously, I get the feeling that Metal Gear Solid One is quite self-contained and quite serious and logical and whatnot. And I get the feeling that the the ones after that are just ridiculous and stupid. And I ain't got time for that. You know, I just can't be dealing with you know big com a bit like Final Fantasy, you know, Type Zero. Right. I, I just can't be bothered right. with convoluted stuff. Just. Yeah. But I get the feeling that, that this this isn't and um I liked I I think it's his previous game to this a hell of a lot. It's one of my favourites, which was Police Nortes. I think I think I've mentioned yeah. Police Nortes a few times, but um I like that and I like Snatcher, so I've always liked his point and click games. So yeah. um this is the nearest game to that in terms of time, I think. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And since then, he's just gone off on one, it feels like. And, and <laughs> Death Stranding just feels exactly the same. I just like, I don't, there's just no way I'm playing that. You know, I just right. think he's, yeah. I, 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 so I, I'm hoping this might be, um, the last of his good games in some way. Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, uh, I don't want to say too much. Because uh, you no, said a couple of interesting things there, and I don't want to sway you one way or the other. Um, no, 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 you don't. That's fine. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be very interested to hear your your take on it. But yeah, I do, I do feel quite bad now knowing that you, <laughs> you, this might not be up your street. No, no, um,
1: I, I, I fully. Yeah, but you know, I, I, I like to play things that are not fully. You know, I, I want to try new things at the end of the day. Um, yeah. So, and it, you're right. It's stealth. And and you know I've played other stealth games and enjoyed. I really enjoyed um, Chaos Theory, the Splinter Cell one. Really enjoyed that. Yes. So, yeah. Um, it's not like I don't do stealth, but generally I don't do stealth. Like the the new Hitman game is a game I'm never going to play because I just can't deal with something like
0: that. But so that that's a series of games that should be right up my alley, but I've never been able to click with. Um, but yeah yeah interesting
1: I, I don't know i i think like i say i think although this is a stealth game from and i remember back from playing the demo uh, it felt still actioning enough it felt forgiving it didn't feel like if i remember rightly playing it it didn't feel like too bad in terms of that side of things so yeah i'm sure it'll be fine yeah
0: it'll be fine
1: it'll be fine don't worry <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay yeah we'll we'll, we'll see <laughs> uh okay that that pretty much wraps things up then um thank you very much for listening if you're enjoying the show uh please either consider leaving us a review on apple podcasts or or whatever platform you're listening on uh, or just let someone else know about the show if you think they'd enjoy it we've had a we've had a bit of an increase in listeners recently and we'd like to keep the ball rolling if, if possible um the show's also now available to stream on spotify if that works better for you than downloading the episodes um also, a big thank you to those of you who've got in touch on Twitch over the last few weeks. Um, please do keep the interactions coming. It's, it's really good to hear from you. Uh, at Pod is the Twitch handle. Um, but, but that's it for now. We'll be back before long to talk about uh, The Last Guardian and Metal Gear Solid. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next time. Cheerio. Hey, guys. I don't believe we've met. Huh? Who are you? Whoa, now. You must be new here if you don't know me. I am Nagi, a paragon of virtue, and hero to boys and girls alike. Charmed, I'm sure. yes It's a pleasure to meet you. Hey, stop it, Deuce. This punk's annoying as hell, yo. Oh, now, don't be like that. Come talk to me if
1: you have any problems.